Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. (laughs) Oh my goodness, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, delicious, gorgeous, incredible world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with me, Keisha Clark. (laughs) And if it's your first time stopping by, thank you so much. And if it's not your first time stopping by, thank you so much. I am delighted and honored to have the presence of your company and the contribution of you to these conversations whenever and wherever and however you're joining them. Please know that it is a contribution no matter how it shows up. And I thank you. Um, and if you don't know anything about me, you could actually check out my host page on Inspired Choices Network and find out a little bit more. Essentially, I can just, um, I'll put it in a nutshell for you. I'm Keisha Clark. I am a intuitive medium body worker and facilitator. And I love to challenge people to stop asking their lives to make sense. <laughs> of course, that includes me. I get, to, I get to keep challenging me to stop asking my life to make sense <laughs> at the invitation of this amazing show living beyond linear where we are exploring all the things that are beyond the logical and explainable world and we get into what actually empowers us as we say in the beginning in the beginning credits to be creating living and loving our lives are you loving your life are you loving what you're choosing and are you having fun choosing it or are you going insane because you're trying to maybe make your life fit a mold or you're trying to make your life make sense Or maybe you're trying to make your life make sense to someone else. And that, my friends, is really the best recipe for insanity (laughs) that I know. (laughs) So if that works for you, hey, more power to you. And if it's not really working for you, welcome to the show. Welcome to the conversation. I invite you to put aside all of what you've learned, all of what you've adopted and adapted in the way that life is supposed to work. And maybe begin to just find out what really works for you and how your unique way of moving energy, being you, processing information and all of those lovely things we get to do here um, could actually maybe show up for you with more ease. What do you say to that? (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And if you like what you're hearing, if you enjoy today's conversation, you can actually play with uh, a whole lot more of the conversations I've had here on Inspired Choices Network and on the platform before it became Inspired Choices Network. You'll find those in my archives tab. Uh, Again, on my host page, you just click on the word archives. It'll take you to the list of shows that uh, I have in my library. And I believe this show today is number 125. How fantastic is that? (laughs) So you have quite a few conversations to choose from. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you want to go check those out. Um, you can also, if you are listening to this as a replay, um, you can also actually just scroll down a little bit and you can listen to a song. My first release, it's the first single that I have released and co-created with beautiful, amazing, and talented Mr. Jay Adkins. The song is called Global Embrace. And if you want to know a little bit more about me, that song will give you a bit of a flavor of who I am and what I do as well. So I like to play in many different ways, in many different venues, in all different modalities, and just bring the cocktail that really applies to each of us uniquely. Um, we all have our recipe, and that is going to play into today's conversation, absolutely, because what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, I've never really done a Mother's Day kind of show, and I don't know if we're going to end up calling this one a Mother's Day kind of show, but since Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday in the U.S., uh, May the 14th, um, today, May 12th, we're going we're gonna to talk about moms, and we're actually going to talk about, thanks, mom, <laughs> or in some of our cases, it might sound more like, thanks, mom, <laughs> but however it sounds, what if none of those uh, exclamations was wrong, and what if all of them were okay, and how many gifts? have you received from your mother, including the ones you may not consider gifts? <laughs> and I'm doing air quotes. And how much of your mother do you see in you? Now, does that make you smile? Or does that maybe terrify you just a little bit? <laughs> or something in between? Is your mother your friend? Or is your mother more like your frenemy? Or do you even get to talk to your mother in any way, shape, or fashion? So the gamut of mother-child relationship experiences is really enormous and it's vastly varied for each of us. And where do you land on that? So that's really, that's the meat and potatoes we're going to jump into today here. We're going to have a, like I like to say, beyond linear style conversation honoring our moms, um, however we choose to do that and however that can occur for us um, exploring the numerous things we inherit from our mothers and how we can get to the thanks mom for all of them. Uh, so I am going to remind you, since I like to challenge everyone to stop making things make sense or stop asking things to make sense, um, I'm not asking this conversation to make sense because I'm also aware that uh, our relationships with our mothers, <laughs> with either of our parental units, um, very seldom make sense. And what if it's not about any of it making sense? What if it's about the information? So what is here available to us now? What is the information that is available to us right now if we set aside all of our expectations that our relationships with our mothers make any sense or look a certain way or fit a certain um, format or formula? Yeah. And while we're talking about relationships with mothers, you are certainly welcome to apply this to any relationship you like, <laughs> if that is the one that's popping for you today. Um, however, we are going to do it through the lens of moms and this interesting thing about our moms. Um, I, I think every single person I have ever worked with, taught, or, or just played with, <laughs> uh, without a doubt, and without exception, every single person at some point in the conversation, uh, the topic comes up of things to do with their mothers. And I have certainly had uh, some of those experiences myself. I don't know any of us who have not had 
really interesting things around our moms and the relationships with our moms. And it doesn't really matter what that relationship looks like. So I've had these kinds of conversations with people who uh, their birth mothers um, put them up for adoption. And they still had things come up with birth mothers. I've had conversations who um, have ha- with people who have had things with their adopted mothers. I've had conversations with people who've had <clears throat> things with their their honorary mothers. And so there's all of this really interesting energy and dynamics in our relationships with those who have that maternal relationship with us. And there can be more than one. So I got to have uh, two of those relationships in particular in this lifetime. One of them is with my mother, and one of them is with uh, my great-great-aunt. And so I got to have two moms, essentially, growing up. And um, my mother, my house, where I part of the time grew up, was on one block of one street, and my aunt's house was on the next block of that same street. So I also got to go back and forth between two houses, (laughs) And it was an amazing creation, let me tell you. It was a blessing, and it was really cool to have the experience and the relationship of both of their energies uh, in my life, especially um, as I'm able to see what I see now and be aware of what I'm aware of now. It just, um, the flavor just keeps getting richer for me. Um, Even though my aunt is not here in a body any longer uh, in this incarnation, um, she still uh, checks in and plays with me and contributes to me as well. And in addition to all of this, I'm aware that there are those those moments we have with our moms that they're just insane, right? We we are making ourselves and each other insane. Um, so what I what I kind of get, maybe we could begin with, is let's just. Everything you're willing and able to allow to fall away for the for the next oh I don't know fifty ish minutes or so, everything that you're willing and able to allow to to fall aside to get out of your way, and or everything you're willing and um, able to to choose beyond now with regard to the relationship you have or have had or wish you could have had or think you can't have <laughs> with your mom, would you be willing to now choose beyond that and set it aside? Um, and just take a breath and let your awareness begin to bubble. Let your awareness and your knowing with a capital K begin to show up for you. Begin to tap into that. There is, oh my goodness, so much heaviness around all of this stuff with our mothers. And what I get is that the majority of it, the vast majority of it, comes from all of these stories that have been created about what a mother is supposed to be and what a what a mother is supposed to do for her children and what a mother is supposed to give her children and what a mother is not supposed to be and what a mother is not supposed to do and what a mother is not supposed to give her children. There's all of these inventions we have created and attached to the relationship of mother and really, yes, to both parents. Um, However, today's topic, we are going to stay with predominantly our mother relationships. And 
um, if the energy is running for you simultaneously with your uh, with your father unit, your father parental unit, <laughs> however that looks, there's there's no wrong answer here. So so whatever and however it can show up for you, would you be willing to have more of your knowing now, to have more of your awareness now, and to have more of the ease that could be possible for you with your relationship with your mom. And yeah, wow. And here's what's interesting, friends. Um, There's a vast majority of people who have what appear to be these quote-unquote fantastic relationships with their mothers, and there's still this anxiety and this intensity that's present. So part of what I really get is that in the course of our creating our relationships with our mothers, you know, first as the, the babies, in the baby bodies, <laughs> we come in and we have our experiences with our moms. And <clears throat> those go how they go. And in some cases they go nicely. In some cases they don't go so nicely. Um, and at some point a lot of us have uh, kind of gotten this, mm, we start to call our mothers our friends or we start to have a relationship that, might look or seem more friendly. Um, It doesn't always mean, however, that we've processed what went on or that we've actually let go of. It's not that you have to process it. It's not that you have to get in the blender and really, you know, take it apart and understand all of it. I am not going to ever tell you you have to do that with anything in your life, actually, because you don't. (laughs) Um, It is more about having our awareness about the relationship. And it's more about acknowledging really where we are and were and would like to be on the spectrum with our moms. And what I find is that it's really popular, um, and I don't, I get that this is sort of an unconscious thing we kind of choose into, um, really to keep the peace in many cases, but I I see a lot of people who have what seem like great relationships, um, but under the surface they're not so great because there's all of the baggage that's kind of still sitting in between Um, the person and their mother. And so this is one of the things that just endlessly fascinates and intrigues me about our relationships with our moms is so many of us have taken on a lot, um, not because anyone held a gun to our head. It's just a part of how we function. It's a part of our capacities. And we've taken on a lot of our mother's um, energies, our mother's worries, our mother's habits, our mother's deficiencies, our mother's um, intensities. And we've created things in our lives and in many cases in our bodies as a result of that, consciously or unconsciously. So there's no right or wrong, like whether you did it consciously or unconsciously. Neither one of those is better or worse, (laughs) just in case anyone's wondering. Today, I just, I really invite us to really begin to just look at and acknowledge what is going on if you've not done that yet. And if you have, awesome. And would you be willing to turn it up now? And would you be willing to be an invitation for more people to do that as well or choose that as well? And if you haven't chosen it yet or if you've only chosen a little bit and there's still stuff going on, anywhere you have an intensity or a fuzziness or a heaviness or a clunkiness or the energy goes sideways or it just gets kind of sticky – those are indications that there's something there. So would you be willing to have your awareness of any of that today? Yeah. 
I see so much insanity going on around Mother's Day. <clears throat> I see it around Father's Day, and I see it around Valentine's Day, and I, I see it around pretty much any of our days that we have on the calendar. Um, and there's this really fascinating thing with mothers um, and with the whole maternal relationship thing that, oh, wow, it's like a lot of us, there's like there's almost like this pressure that we have to make our mother our friend, that we have to be friends with our mom. And for some people, that just has not organically occurred, and it and it is not a part of the dynamic of their particular relationship. So if you're having those experiences and you've been unkind to you as a result of it, if you've been trying to force yourself to have a different relationship with your mother than what you have, would you be willing to suspend that for a little while? Would you be willing to maybe let that shift and change? Some people have fantastic relationships with their moms. Some people actually have a great and genuine friendship with their mothers, and it's awesome, and other people don't. And I've been in those places in my life where I've not had a great, awesome, wonderful relationship with my mom. I've also been in a place where I'm having, and and fortunately I'm in a place that I'm getting to have now, a really awesome relationship with my mom. And in both of those cases, what I can tell you is it still takes choice. It still takes choice to have ourselves. And that is the key ingredient. And that is what I find so many of us um, can spend a lot of our lives <laughs> trying to find is ourselves. We get almost like we get grafted onto our mothers. And here's an interesting thing. Would you be willing to acknowledge that the mother who showed up for you, the mother that, that she brought to the table for you, um, was also a combination of the energies that she adopted and adapted based on her life experience. And this is not about defending anyone. This is just about acknowledging. Would you be willing to be... um, to be seeing, would you be willing to have your sight and your awareness about your mom? Regardless of what the relationship was like, would you be willing to have more of it now? And what I'm inviting us today to do is to begin to go beyond the linear relationship, if you have not already done that, to begin to get into, okay, what is really beyond the physical dynamics and the emotional dynamics of this relationship. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that <laughs> when we come back from our break because um, it's, it's kind of interesting how we play these things out with our moms. And I wonder if you have acknowledged all of the things about your mom um, beyond just this particular relationship, just this particular time, this particular incarnation that you have with her. And I wonder what else you might discover if you were willing to go beyond that. So you are listening to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, here today um, talking about, thanks, Mom. (laughs) And it makes me laugh to say that for some reason. And we will be back right after this break. Thanks, folks. 
What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network with myself, Keisha Clark, and I am grateful to have you joining this conversation and um, grateful for your contribution. This is not one of the easier conversations we have, um, the conversations around our parents and uh, for some reason in particular our mothers. Um, And yet, I wonder how much more freedom we could be having um, and reaching and getting to in our lives, um, if we were more willing to look at things, acknowledge the things uh, with and around our mothers. Um, so, so how many of you grew up like with the kind of sense that your mom was the 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 sort of standard model of what you were supposed to be like? Yeah, I think a lot of us um, maybe had that experience. And if that's something you're still holding on to, would you be willing to uh, let go of that? Now, some of us also might have grown up (laughs) with uh, the dynamic that um, our mothers were maybe the person that we never wanted to be. Hmm. Yeah, there's a bit of... There's quite a bit of charge around that. (laughs) And what if that's okay too? And would you be willing to have more of your awareness now as well? Yeah. So how many of you maybe had a little bit of both? Yeah. Isn't that an interesting dichotomy? I I remember my mother's, uh, there was a picture that hung in my grandparents' house of my mother and every time we would go to visit, I would look at that picture and I would just be enamored of my mother. And to me, that picture was just this, it like embodied everything that was beautiful, everything that was possible and everything that was um, my mother. And I so became enamored of my mom Um that I I began to compare myself to her at a pretty young age. And to me, when I would look at myself in the mirror, I didn't look anything like my mom. Now, obviously, <laughs> the picture that I was comparing myself to, would I could never look like that because I 
didn't look like that, right? Um, but I didn't know that at three and four and seven years old. So, <laughs> so I would look at this picture and it was kind of like, it was just this, the energy of that photo, it just, in, it, it just wowed me. And so at a pretty young age, I started to, I kind of created that as a standard that, um, that I was supposed to also be or hold or meet. And that, while I had, you know, for me, that was about um, feelings of, of being fond of my mom and, and really admiring my mom. Um, it also created some really funny juxtaposed dynamics as well. Um, and then I've I had times in my life where I was just amazed by my mom. And then I had also times in my life where I was really angry with my mom. <laughs> and sometimes it was that, you know, teenage year, um, adolescent angst kind of thing. And then other times it was it was something more than that. It was beyond that. And I had so many interesting adventures with my mom. And I'm so fortunate that that I get to be playing with my mom in the way that I play with my mom now. And that I have um, the people in my life and the 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 beings in my life that have offered me information and awareness and lessons um, or education, rather, I guess you could say, um, about how we do what we do here. And so getting to look at my relationship with my mother through many lenses has given me so much more um, to play with and to really... Uh, take away from, like my takeaways from this relationship, from these experiences, is truly rich. Um, And even as I'm talking about this, like I am perceiving there is so much heaviness around just having conversations about our moms. So it's no wonder that we have such a charge around the thanks mom. And it's no wonder to me that not a lot of people can actually say thanks, Mom, from a, a genuine space of gratitude. Um, we feel like we have to be thanking her for something she did or for sacrifices she made, or we feel like we have to thank her for something and we don't want to be a liar, so we try to find the card that you know is most accurately representing like, what we can say, or we feel like, oh, well, we can just say thank you and it doesn't have to mean anything. I mean, there's this... There's this gamut of emotions and um, feelings and opinions and points of view and such. And it's really amazing to me. So I'm aware that in this one conversation, we might not, you know, change the entire uh, protocol of mother-daughter and mother-son relationships, (laughs) mother-child relationships. Really, what, what I'm aware of, too, however, is that Sometimes it's the most subtle things that can shift and create the greatest um, change, the greatest transformation in a relationship. And again, this is not about the relationship looking a certain way or being a certain way, and it's not about the relationship um, fitting any kind of form or definition that has ever been attempted to be applied to the mother-child relationship. It's really about you looking at, okay, 
where are the intensities still impacting my life? Where is the influence of this relationship still creating challenges for me? Where am I letting it create challenges for me? Rather than being able to be in the space to say, thanks, Mom. So I remember uh, just times that I was just so adoring my mother, and I remember times that I was so not adoring my mother. And it's really fascinating. I did a, a, a pageant in high school. I was nominated to be in a pageant. Now, I'm not a big proponent of pageants of any kind, so <laughs> this was just, I like I kind of did it because, you know, I was just going along with this. What's interesting, though, is there was an interview part of this pageant experience, and they asked me, you know, like, who was the person that I most admired? And at the time, I I kind of went blank, really. But um, what I became aware of was that there was such an expectation for so many of us that we would say, our mom. Now, I can tell you that that was true for me at many points. I did admire my mother greatly. Um, I still do, actually. And what I used to choose as my reasons to admire my mother um, were things like because of what she did or because of what she sacrificed or because of you know how hard she worked and those kinds of things. And today that's very different. But what I what that memory of that pageant really kind of showed me as I started to play with it was so many of us at that age when we're in high school there's there's a connection we have with our mothers. And there are so there's so much of our lives being formed based on how that relationship is and how that relationship is going. And a lot of us stay stuck there. So all of the things that you've created and fashioned into your life and as your life that you consciously or unconsciously um, took from the influence of the relationship with your mother and you sort of created it in stone rather than allowed it to be uh, uh, maybe a dash of salt and pepper in your life, (laughs) would you be willing to let that begin to change for you? The further we get from those moments when we're trying to make ourselves keep those moments as something important the more craziness it tends to stir up in our lives. So, and this is really a fascinating experience to be talking about this. As I'm talking about this, I get there's a lot of defending that we get into about our parents. So we we like, it's okay for us to be upset with our mom. (laughs) It's not okay for somebody else to talk about that kind of thing, right? Um, and it's certainly not okay for somebody to call our mom out if if that if it goes to that, right? Um, so this is part of what I'm referring to is we have so much conditioning about the the relationships with our moms that 
we're supposed to be a certain way. And then, regardless of anything, we're supposed to defend those relationships. And mostly it's defending for them. And in some cases, it, however, it is defending against them. So it's no wonder to me that it gets really confusing. So would you be willing to allow yourself to have your awareness about where you were functioning from with your mom at the age of five and where you were functioning from with your mom at the age of 12 and where you were functioning from with your mom at the age of 18 and at the age of 25 and at the age of 34 and so on and so on. And where are you now? And where are you functioning from in the relationship with your mother? And this can be whether they are still in a body or not. Have you stuck yourself at a certain age in the relationship with your mother? And have you never let yourself go beyond that in your relationship with your mother? Even though you might be having adult conversations, are you still 12 years old or 16 years old or 21 years old or four years old when it comes to your mother? Yeah. So that's one thing I see happen a lot. There's a moment that we have, or there can be a few actually, that we have with our moms. And for whatever reason, the energy gets stuck there and we we leave like a large part of ourselves in that moment with our mom. And that's part of where we try to create our relationship from. However, that's kind of a flawed um, recipe, if you will. It's kind of a flawed dynamic because inherently in there is an energy that no longer matches where we are beyond that point. So at any time future, at any point in the future from those moments that we've tried to relate to our mothers or be with our mothers, there's like a little brokenness in there. There's like a little jig in there that keeps the energy from resonating with clarity or with an ease or a smoothness, if you will. So anywhere that you are willing to be aware of that that's still happening for you now, would you be willing to also choose beyond those moments? Acknowledge them. And you don't have to acknowledge them because you can, you know, define them or identify them word for word energy for energy, emotion for emotion. It's not so much about that. It's just about having your awareness. Am I doing that? Oh my gosh, it's light. I must be doing that. Okay, everywhere I'm doing that and all of the moments in my relationship with my mother that I have left a part of me hanging, I'm now going to call them back. I'm going to call them forward, actually, (laughs) to where I am today. Bring them forward and allow your mother to have the parts of her back that you've held on to so she can move forward. Yeah. What if you could relate to your mother as you, who you truly are? And, oh my goodness, I guess that this brings up so much about the judgment that our mothers pass on us and have passed on us, okay? So could we maybe give our moms a little bit of a break, just a half a second? Everybody has points of view, including our moms. 
would you be willing to let your mom have her points of view? Even if you don't agree with them, even if they're really shitty points of view, even if they're really unkind points of view, even if they're really awesome points of view, would you be willing to let her have her points of view? However and wherever she chooses to have them and has chosen to have them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we we hold mothers to very interesting standards. And then we hold ourselves to really interesting standards. And in both cases, what I find, 99.99% of the time, those are standards that nobody can meet. Yeah. And if you're wondering who this is chiming in, this is Lily, <laughs> my co-pilot in consciousness. <laughs> She's kind of my honorary co-host as well in most shows. <laughs> she has lots to say, and she helps us move the energy. So there is a lot of energy around this topic, needless to say, <laughs> a lot of charge. So what, let's see, where do we want to go? This is so fascinating. So what is, what are the things that you have gotten from your mother? Because really, what brought this up for me today in the, in the, in the wording, you know, for it to be, thanks, mom, um, it's like, what I so get as I play with what I play with now and being uh, being a medium, being someone who is a spirit liaison, um, one of the things that I see every single time is when I am uh, working with people, um, bringing information from people who don't have bodies anymore, um, to people who do have bodies, who have questions about the people who don't have bodies. Um, one of the, the undeniable and unmistakable things is there's that desire to connect. There's that desire on both sides. There's the desire for people to just know that the other person is loved or cared for. And in some cases, there are apologies because in some cases, those relationships were not the most uh, joyful. They were not the most fun. They were not the most loving or kind. Um, and in some cases, they were... Um, oh, let's see, what's the word? <laughs> they were really super dependent. And so there was love and kindness, and there was also a neediness in some cases. And in, in all cases and everything in between, what comes through predominantly without mistake and without fail is the desire for each other to simply make that connection and to know that they were cared for and or to know and let the other person know that they do care for them, that they do appreciate them. Um, and as I said, in many cases, there's, there can be an apology as a part of that. So what strikes me is no matter what we do in the relationships we create, there is that point that nothing can change until we get to the space and the energy of the acknowledgement. And it doesn't mean that you have to be your mom's biggest fan. It doesn't even mean that you have to like your mom, much less love your mom. And this is where we trip ourselves. This is one of the places we trip ourselves. We think that we're supposed to love our moms and we're supposed to be friends with our moms, and that's simply not so. It's a choice. 
And it all depends on how we create those relationships. And there's no wrong way to create a relationship with your mother. And I've even uh, known of people who um, have done some ceremonies to let go of their mothers, even before their mothers make transition out of their bodies. Um, And in those cases, it's been just due to the fact that the relationship with their mothers was so intense and there was a great deal of unkindness. And the person realizes, the the people who I've, I've known to do this, they realize that they are actually willing to choose to let their mothers go. And it doesn't require a, a transition on their mother's part. You know, like it doesn't require their mother's death for them to let them go. And to me, there's something beautiful about the willingness to simply acknowledge our mothers as people, you know, before they were our mothers. And if they weren't our mothers, they're people. They are beings who come here to create a life just like we do. It just so happens that on this planet, the way we show up is through female bodies. We have to have our own bodies created. And so we bring certain ingredients together to create our own bodies. And so there is this kind of interconnectedness of us in that way. And I I get that there's a really brilliant reason for that design and for that creation, for creating it that way. And that's not necessarily the topic of today's <laughs> show. So... However, we all come through uh, someone else physically. Our bodies come from our mother's bodies with the help of um, contribution from either our fathers or whether we don't call them our fathers or not, our biological donors, right? (laughs) And I have no investment because to me there's no right or wrong thing to call them. (laughs) In my case, I'm grateful that my mother chose (laughs) to receive that donation and to carry my baby body. (laughs) So, So can you at least acknowledge your mom for that, right? If you ask for a body, can you at least acknowledge, hey, thanks, mom, you you fixed me up with a body, and I appreciate that. And if there's no other thing that you can acknowledge your mother for, could that just be it? Could that be your thanks, mom? Yeah, yeah. How awesome could that be? And how much could just that choice begin to shift and change for you? You know what? You you desired to be here. And somehow you got here. And someone assisted you with a baby body. Okay? So let's start there. Let's take a quick break. Let's have a little breath. Because <laughs> there is so much intensity around this. Whee! Oh, you're listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with me, Keisha Clark, here on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about moms, and holy moly, this could be like a year-long series, of course. (laughs) We'll do our best to get to a a breathing point by the end of today's conversation. So stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. (laughs) What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Oh, boy, we have <laughs> some intensities going around here. Lily is practically standing on the keyboard of the computer as though she wants to type messages to you guys. <laughs> She's like, lots of energy around this topic. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Living Beyond Linear here with myself, Keisha Clark, on Inspired Choices Network. And, oh, my goodness, having a conversation about moms and getting to the space of thanks, mom. Uh, so for, it's not necessarily the easiest thing for a lot of us. And you know what? It's, there's no promise that it's going to be easy. So it's like everywhere you might have wanted to uh, adopt and adapt the, the belief that your relationship with your mom is supposed to be easy, um, what, if you, what if you threw that out the window? <laughs> there's a difference between ease and easy. And I want to bring that into this conversation again today. Um, I've said that a few times, if you've heard a number of any of my shows. And um, it it merits repeating and adding into this recipe. Um, There's a difference between easy and ease. And so part of what I know and am aware of is that when we're willing to acknowledge things about our relationships with our mothers, and really, yes, this applies to any relationship, um, (laughs) when we're willing to acknowledge the things about those relationships, it allows for more ease to become possible in the relationship. Now, ease can look like you don't talk to each other but maybe four times a year or you call on the holidays or you have occasional coffee dates. It might not look like you talk every day and you, you know, you're best friends on Facebook or any of those things, all right? Um. At the same time, that could still be ease. So everywhere that we're trying to, we want to believe that our relationship with our mom should be easy or we want it to be easy, I'm doing air quotes, would you be willing to exchange easy for ease? Would you be willing to exchange all your points of view of how it should be and what you should be doing and what your mom should be doing for what could show up if you gave the relationship some more space? And if you're someone who doesn't really want to have that warm, fuzzy, close, everyday talking relationship with your mom, what if you made that okay? Because if that doesn't work for you and you try to apply yourself to it anyway, more than likely you're going to be a grumpy pants. (laughs) It's not going to bring joy for you. So if you could let go of the expectation of easy, if you could let go of any expectation you might have of what the relationship should be like, the magical part here, friends, is that the relationship could then show up in the way that it can be. And that can change every single day. However, if we never let it show us what it can be, there's an intensity that we carry. There's an there's an aggressiveness, there's a uncomfortableness, there's a charge 
there's a crunchiness, there's a stickiness, there's an unpleasantness that we end up carrying around. And yes, I say carrying around because it does end up in our bodies. At some point, the energy of all of that ends up becoming a physical expression in our bodies. That can show up as headaches, backaches, injuries. It can show up as you bumping into things. It can show up as grumpiness, irritability. And guess what? If you have children, who's picking that up for you? I don't say that to blame you. I'm asking you to have your awareness. So rather than (laughs) expectation and should, what if you could have allowance and question? Yeah, it is a process, and it's way more than we can do on one radio show, and I get that. And today, I'm simply inviting you, could you begin to look at the things, look at the things with your mom. And no matter where they are, be in question. If they're awesome, be in question. And if they're not awesome, be in question, regardless of whatever they look like. And would you be willing to allow yourself to be in the place that you can have your thanks mom. (laughs) Lily's backing me up on that. Would you be willing to let yourself be in the place where you can have your thanks mom? So a little bit of that beyond linear twist, let's add. So how many lifetimes have you had with your mom? Yeah? How many different kinds of relationships have you had with your mom, the person you know as your mom in this life, right? And how many things might be or have been unresolved that were brought into this particular relationship in this lifetime that you have with your mom? And all of the things that that is and all of the things that they are, would you be willing to, A, acknowledge them, not have to define them or know exactly what they were. Just acknowledge, oh, there's something beyond this singular existence that I have with my mother. There's something beyond this relationship that I have with my mom that is definitely impacting the relationship that I'm having with my mom. And would you be willing to allow all of the intensities of those things to now be dissipating and releasing? And would you be willing to have your awareness of your mother as someone beyond your mother? Just have your awareness of that person. Have your awareness of more of who they be and what they be to you. And have hmm, give yourself the space to know that. And this doesn't mean that you have to make a big deal of it. This is all about you getting to the space of having ease. This is not about you have to go have a conversation with your mom. This is just about you. Okay? So for the coming week... I'm just inviting you. Would you be willing to have a different relationship with your mother now? Would you be willing to let that relationship show up in a way that you never even imagined a mother relationship could show up? 
And would you be willing to let it be more than just a relationship with your mother? And if there's something that's um, left undone, so to speak, would you be willing to ask the universe to bring you the awareness, ask the universe to show you what that is? Ask the universe to bring you the information of what else is required for this to change? What energies are required here for this to change? What questions could you ask that would allow this to change for you? What awareness could you acknowledge and have that would allow you to have more ease with all of this? And if it's freaky and weird, reach out. You can email me. You can have a quick session. You can phone a friend. A lot of us have great friends who have awareness, who are willing to share that with us. Whatever it is, whatever tools you have at your disposal, would you be willing to use them? Because this is not about granting permission or setting your mother free. This is about you. This is about you. And everywhere that you've consciously or unconsciously created a, a box for yourself having to do with the relationship with your mother, whether you're knowing it or whether you're just unconsciously choosing it, what else could be possible in your life and for your life if you were willing to change that and come out of that box and be done with that box? Yeah. So what relationships are truly possible with our mothers? And what if we didn't require any kind of anything to just be able to say, thanks, Mom? And what if it's totally okay if you say it from a really yummy, gooey, warm, fuzzy space, or even if you say it from a sarcastic space? Thanks, Mom. You know, (laughs) well, okay, thanks, Mom. What if you could still just mean it, if that could still be true for you. Because that, my friends, is what will shift things in the greatest of magnitude. And it's not about thanking her for anything she did or gave to you. It's just about thanking her for being willing to be a part of this with you and bring the information and bring the awareness and have the experiences. And whether she's Um, cognitively acknowledging that with you or not, doesn't really matter. Because in the energy of all of this, the first language, the original language, (laughs) the quantum aspect, in the energy of all of this is where when we begin to allow it to shift, changes of magnitude become possible. And if that's what you desire, my friends, all it requires is your willingness to choose it. So thank you for having this conversation. Thank you for being a part of it. I desire for you to have the ease beyond all imaginable having (laughs) with your relationship with your mom and anyone else. And have a great week. We'll see you back next week. Thank you for listening in today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures and